Welcome to the My Fence Life bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day, where you can eavesdrop on phone conversations between Dan, industry leaders, and fencers from around the country to find out about their day. Wrapped my trucks. Every vehicle we have is wrapped. We get calls all the time, you know, hey, I see you. And it's not even me driving it. I learned a lot of stuff from you guys and I, I appreciate it. It's helped help me grow along my journey. Hey guys, what's happening, Fence Lifers? I'm sitting here with Gus Hernandez. Now, this cat I've been talking to on Facebook for a few years now. Uh, and we've just kind of been encouragement to each other and kind of just see each other on the social media highways and always saying hi and this and that. So uh, without further ado, Mr. Gus Hernandez, how you doing, bro? I'm good. How about yourself, man? I'm doing good, I'm man. glad to finally meet you in person. You know, that's always good. Yeah, I think I briefly saw you, ran into you at Fence Tech in... Um, you were flying out. I wait, got we, there. we were in New Orleans or somewhere. No, it was in uh, Vegas. Oh, in Vegas. You were, you were about to catch your flight. That's right. I was rolling yep. out. Yeah, I yep. was rushing. Yep. And uh, I think Company Cam grabbed me for a last-minute interview, made right. me run late, yep. and I was rolling out. That's right. I'm, dude, I, these fence shows all run together, man. For sure. For but sure. You need so many people, bro. Yep. Networking, man. That's yeah. key. So tell me about... Uh, your uh your company i know you just uh rebranded you were something but now you're yeah, so we used to be uh about six seven years ago we're top quality fencing and you know i had kind of like a partner on it and just pretty much the partner was was uh he wasn't ready to grow so we kind of went our separate ways and so i always had that burden of like you know even though he didn't start there he didn't have anything to do with it i just want to make sure that when i started something new it was gonna be a new name new brand, new structure, everything. So that's what I did. And here we are today. We're just hitting it hard, trying to make a difference in, in San Antonio and just getting our name out there. So we're based out of San Antonio. We, we do San Antonio surrounding areas, you know, residential, commercial, but just really trying to grow and, and scale the business, but also at the same time, make sure that the quality product is getting pushed out. So um, what are you seeing right now in the industry when it comes to uh to sales and so forth are you seeing a decline in residential are you seeing it go i mean like i can tell you i'm seeing a decline in residential and i'm seeing a rise in commercial right so developing is always going to be there especially in commercial i mean there's more you know like the housing market is kind of taking a, a a downfall due to the interest rates i think everybody's watching that pretty closely uh, it just keeps going up. It's not going down, and and that's what's going to affect it. Also, people are having to go back to work instead of working from home now that kind of the COVID era is over. So, gas expenses, you know, taking their kids to school, uh, having to buy lunch instead of having it at home, you know, all these things are going to take a turn on the market. So, also with holidays coming up, I think everything's happening all at once. But I think the biggest thing is you just got to get creative within your business, your marketing. Um, just, just trying to get your name out there. Uh, it is, it is getting slow. I mean, people are getting impacted by it and that's in the restaurant business. You know, we just did a, so there's a big business there in, in San Antonio. It's called El Chaparral. They own about three locations, Mexican restaurants. We just did, uh, did the fence in a personal house and I said, Hey man, how's the business for you? He said, I've never been so slow. It's like, we're losing money. And so that was kind of something that a business that's been in years, you know, around for 30 plus years to say that it's a concern. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, you know, uh, it's almost like deja vu, the things that I'm hearing 
on the phone when I'm talking to customers and so forth. It's it's like, man, I've heard this before. You know, I heard yeah. this back in 08, 09, right. whatever year it was. And, um, you know, so I'm, I'm definitely seeing it. And look, you know, the funny thing too is, is uh, I've been seeing a lot of or phone calls for guys looking for work. Yep. I've got more and more phone calls, more and more applications being filled out. Right. And it tells me that, you know, people are laying people off, man. Yeah. And it's, yep. it's kind of scary. So I'm trying to do everything I can to keep all my guys working. Uh, I'm not focusing on growing right now. Growing costs money. Of course. And cash flow is king. Of course. Right? And we got to watch our cash flow, especially if you're doing commercial work, right? Um, yeah, you're on that net 30, net 60. Some of these guys are 120 days. Yeah, man. Sometimes it'll take you four or five months to get paid, which, by the yep. way, dude, we, man, we, we, I know everybody keeps hearing me talk about this, but we're doing these canes, uh, chicken finger deals. And, uh, those guys went ahead and we finished the job and the turnaround on the payment was so quick because they want to make sure that we're on their next one. Nice. That nice spoke volume to for me, sure. Man. When, uh, Dylan walked up to me and, and showed me a picture of the check, I was like, Get the hell out of here, man. Like, yeah. They're paying us already. And the like, guys yeah. want to be with, yep. Build a relationship yeah. with. So, uh, we're working strong on those relationships with those commercial guys. And, you know, who knows, man, maybe this slowdown in the residential will boost us more to the, to the commercial world. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I agree. I think it's, uh, you know, sometimes I think we've been so busy with COVID and we got kind of spoiled. And so now it's going to be that market of having to get creative and, and, you know, cold calling and instead of it just being handed to us, it's kind of going to have to be work, hard work for, you know, so. That's just the market we're going in and, and, uh, you know, 2024, I'm ready to hit it hard. You know, I'm sure you are too. And we'll keep on going. Yeah. So you got some, uh, some goals for, uh, 2024. Have you started on those yet? Yeah. We, we, I think the biggest thing is coming to these events, you know, um, I know you, you hit a lot of them up and, and, uh, kind of introducing yourself to a lot of these guys that are, are pretty much doing the same thing as you. It's in your industry. And just having that one-on-one -on -one talk of picking their brain and they pick your brain, like, how are you doing it? You know, and some things that they might do better, or there's things that we might do better that's different, you know, because we're all unique. You know, every company is unique. Everybody has their own brand. Everybody has their own systems in place. But if you could just come together and come up with a great idea, all those things will work. You know, all we are is a big family in the end. And if we can help each other inside of, you know, the nation or even the guys that are, are Canadian, we can just do so much good things, you know, and just scaling and, and, and just have these goals that are going to be fulfilled. Yeah, man. The, uh, the networking at, at defensive events are just unreal. Yeah. I, I think it's, it, it's, it's not stressed enough. Oh, uh, the importance of it. You know, I see like, for example, uh, Dan Wheeler, right? He's got defense industry podcast. Right. And, you know, the first time I met him was down in New Orleans. He was just really getting into the industry and being known. That was, uh, 2021. Mm -hmm. Here it is, 2023. Because of his networking and because of going to these events, the guy is now teaching the wood portion of defense installation school, right? Um, he's also going to be, uh, with me and Joe Evers and Nathan Downs. Uh, we're all going to be doing recordings at Fence Tech and, uh, and uh, we're calling it Smashville, Tennessee this year. Okay. You know, awesome. so look at how fast he's moved in the industry. 
and the networking he's done and the people that he's met. Right. That he has their personal phone numbers in their phone. He can call them up when he's got a problem. Yep. He can make things happen. And he's not alone. For sure. You know, um, yep. you know, and I'm sure he's closer with some of those people than he is with others. Of course. And he can call them up and say, hey, man, I'm dealing with this or that. How did you deal with this? Yep. You know, I didn't deal with this, but you know what? Bob, he did. And I remember he did this and that. Won't you give him a call? And then next thing you know, we're, we're, we're taking care of problems in our businesses yep. that we didn't even in a whole different market. Yeah. It, whole it, different it market. didn't even have a clue how to handle it. Yep. You know, I think one of the other powerful things was, um, you know, me and, uh, Matt Charcoal, I call him with, uh, with, uh, JC Fence and Elite Technique, um, CRM. We all went to, uh, to Wood Defender the other night. And we all rode back together, right? Yep. We rode back yep. in your truck. And I never met him either. I met him because you introduced me to him and he rode in my truck. Well, that's a great guy. Oh, yeah. Great guy. Yep. Anyway, um, we were on the way back and we started talking about whole life insurance and brokerage accounts yeah. and our kids. And, yep. You know, and you were like, man, I need to do something like that for my kids. For sure. Right? Yeah. Something it, you don't it, talk about. It's stuff. Like that, that just happens in conversation. Yep. That you're like, man, it made it worth my while going to this event. It did, for sure. This event has probably been the best event for myself. Because I know there's a lot of guys that are outsiders, you know, like when I first started coming around, I didn't know anybody, you know, and I, I can say I met the most, you know, amazing people at this event just in two days, you know, yeah. and I got to meet them. And especially knowing you, I mean, you introduced me to some guys, but the biggest thing is that not really feeling like an outsider. It's just more that you're, the more events you come to, the more you're going to be exposed and then people will start, you know, Hey, that guy's been coming and you start getting to know that person. So, and then they start opening up to you about different things. Exactly. Well, yep. But, uh, you know, so yeah, man, it's, it's a powerful thing. So, uh, what have you seen? So you see, let me rephrase this. I'll tell you what I did, man. This year I went ahead and braced for a 10% loss because of the economy all right well we're up like 24 percent. awesome <laughs> you yeah. know um and that's just in uh in residential overall i think we're up uh 60 or 70 percent more over last year nice you know? yep uh but in re the, my residential and stuff uh i was like hey i need to do this and do that so we implemented you know different disciplines of uh of fencing that we weren't doing before mm -hmm. and um yeah, because those those items that I implemented, that I diversified in, it's added almost 24% to the 60 or 70% that I'm up. Yep. So imagine if I wouldn't have had that. Of course. So like for us is one thing I will say is for a lot of these guys that are just coming in the industry is like understand that you have to have a role in place, right? So for me is I started off as a helper to subcontractor straight to business owner. I was never a sales guy. I never worked as a sales rep, never worked for a company. It was just, I had my roles. So coming into it, all I knew was I would go sell a job and I was right there with my guys installing it. So every job was just rolling and rolling and rolling, but I'd catch myself where I only had a couple of days of work and I go sell a job. Then we had a couple of days of work, but I was just going day by day. So last year, about the end of July is when I started pushing off from uh, working with the guys. Actually, I got out the driver's seat, you know, and I sat back and I just started focusing on running the business. 
So I haven't installed this year, but I can say we have doubled in size from last year to this year just by doing that. Now, do I want to do the same next year? We should be on the track if the market is good, which we hope so. But if it's not, there's still going to be work out there. It's just going to be harder to get. Now in San Antonio, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of handyman. There's a lot of landscapers. There's also a lot of fence guys that think they can build fences, but they really can't. It's, I think that's in ev everywhere. You know, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. And I don't think it's a bad thing, but not everybody's cut out for it. Or if you're going to be an entrepreneur, just make sure you're a prof professional on what you're building. So we had to deal with those things. But what I did was I focused on the business and I had more time to hire more people. You know, I have two girls working in the office, I have myself doing inside and outside sales. Eventually that won't be happening. But for now, hey, that's part of the growth of the business. And we have our guys running two trucks full time. And also we put out yard signs, which a lot of those things I, I learned from, you know, you guys and posting on, on the, the fence pages, you know, just sharing the information like yard signs was a great idea. And I do it myself. And we gained so many leads putting up uh, signs on the fence, you know, a little license plate is what I call them, putting our plaque on the fence that has got so much leads. So wrapped my trucks, every vehicle we have is wrapped. It's fully wrapped. We get calls all the time, you know, Hey, I see you and it's not even me driving it, but we still get the calls. So. I learned a lot of stuff from you guys and I, I appreciate it. It's helped help me grow along my journey and, you know, we just want to keep going strong. So, man, you know, what's funny about rap trucks. Let me tell you a funny story. So, um, the majority of the guys in my region go to Home Depot every morning, you know, they're buying job lots, right? Right. <laughs> um, there's one other company that doesn't go there every morning. They got a yard like I do, but, um, so the forklift drivers are like, man, when y'all going to get your trucks wrapped like fence king, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh man, we're not doing that. We, we, we don't want, we, we don't want to, we, we don't want him thinking we're trying to be like, him, you know? Right. So no, none of them have wrapped trucks, not a single one of them. Right. And we got like five or six running around. Oh yeah. Losing money. Well, no, you know what happens? People will call me or call, um, or run into Dylan or run into my guys. Oh yeah, man. You know, I saw y'all had a truck headed. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, Dylan will be like, well, we, we don't even service that area, is what he's thinking in his mind. Right. You know, what kind of truck was it? Oh, man, it was a red Ford. We don't even have a red Ford. Yep. Not even wrapped. But because of our wrapped trucks, whenever they see the trucks that aren't wrapped, they just think it's one of us. Yeah. And they're calling you right away. It's, insane, it's a free lead. Bro. It's a free lead. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. They, see a deal. Truck, they see a truck with fence material, they yep. just automatically think it's fence candy. Yeah. You can't beat that. Dude, that's phenomenal. But I feel like your name is so catching. It's it's something that since I heard it, since, you know, first being on the pages, like seeing your name was always catching. Well, man, you know how I got the fence king, huh? What's that? I mean, oh. Uh, well, you used to put the logo on your fence, didn't you? I don't know. Sorry? So I had a, uh, I had a, uh, a lady that was a superintendent for a company. And I used to have a company called the Grassman. And this guy went ahead and, wrote me a letter and said, Hey, I got that name. You can't use it. I'm like, oh shit. So I had to take man off my trailer. I had a box trailer and, um, this lady superintendent flat out was like, fuck that guy. You let him be the man. You be the king. Yeah. So I became the grass king. And when I started doing fencing, I was the fence king. There you man. go. But it was, that's how, that's how King got in there. It wasn't. But it's such a unique name because not nobody, nobody really uses that in a professional form of like, Hey, I'm the king. Right. Yeah. But, it just rolls with it, the way you design your logo and, and how you market it. 
It's killer, man. It's yeah, killer. man. That logo was designed by uh, the first marketing company I hired, which was horrible. And then Benji had to go in and I wanted to keep the feel. So Benji had to go in and tweak the entire logo. Right. And change it up, make it printable. Yeah. And I couldn't even get it printed on t-shirts. The logo was blurry. It was it, just the way it was designed. But right. Benji straightened all that stuff out for me. But, um. Yeah, man, it's a crazy story how I became the king, you know? Yeah, it's awesome, man, especially to see your journey. You know, I, I, I watched it and a lot of things that, you know, that were great ideas that you have done. I think you you motivated a, a lot of people around in the fence industry, and I think we're all grateful for that. I'm sure you don't yeah, hear it very often, that. but. Though, man, it, man. It, it was a whole lot of joking and a whole lot of ribbing. Oh, yeah. And, when you sit down in person, it's different conversations, yeah. right? It says a man to man, hey. I know we talk shit on Facebook and we troll, but you done a good you done a good thing. Yeah, man. I look at all the guys that are making making a difference in this industry. You know, um, obviously the podcast, you know, Joe Edwards, me, Dan Wheeler, Nathan Downs, even David Gatto. You know, he's doing some good things. He's got some great ideas. Uh, you know, the Matt Warners, the Sean Kings, the the Caleb Ross, you yeah. know, the Robert Whitakers, you know, and and there's guys I'm missing. You know what I mean. Look at Victor Vasquez, VV, yep. how yep. he's uh, influencing the industry just by going live every day. Brian, Fred yep. Logan with FWA, you know, uh, all these people, it's like, man, there's so many people that are just rising to the top yep. and, and making this industry just just explode. Man. There's not much information on this industry, and that's that's the hard part. So it's not, you know, it's like real estate, right? You got realtors everywhere. But you also have information available to show you how to be a real estate agent. For us, we don't have anything. Yeah. You know, it's hard. We, we have no information for us and, and we just go day by day. So I think by all these guys meeting together or doing podcasts like what you're doing is it kind of gives you that assurance of, man, I'm not the only one struggling. You know, I'm not the only one that's growing the growing pains and, and uh, you know, trying to make a difference out here. No, you're not alone. And I think we're all in it together and we're, we're all going through the, the same problems that whether you're small or big. Yeah, man. Yeah. We, um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, sorry guys, we're sitting in the lobby of a hotel and people are walking by, Yeah, <laughs> but yep. whatever it is, what it is. Right. Um, yeah, man, all, all that, all that matters, man. And, um, you know, just, it, it, it's just becoming a really great community. Yep. So, but uh, what you doing when you leave here, man? You getting ready to head out, huh? Yeah, so I'm gonna head to uh, go visit Robert. Uh, yep. Yep. Okay. We're gonna hire him as a as a coach, man. We we really? sat down. Yep. We sat down, do some talking, and and uh, we had a plan to come out here. And he's like, "Hey, I want you to stop at my yard. Let's come check it out." And nice. since you'll be in town, so that's the plan. We're gonna hire him on board, and and he's gonna help us, you know, scale also and grow the business and kind of get it organized. So I'm pretty excited yeah. for that. Yeah, I like Robert. I've been doing Robert a few years now. Um, first met him four or five years ago really? on Facebook, man. Okay. So we've kind of kept in touch, but he's really starting to rise to the top now that yeah. he's got his business where where he wants it. And now he yep. can start focusing on helping people. It's a pretty yep. awesome thing. So that's so. always good, you know, being able to offer offer your your skills and, and the things that you went through so you can better someone else's business. Yeah. And, uh, well, man, good luck with that. I just uh, I just recorded a show with him, and he was saying he's only got room for a couple more people. So I'm glad you yep. you're grabbing that spot. Yep, we're taking advantage of it. So we're gonna hit it hard, and 
I think we're gonna do some good things here in Texas. We're gonna we're gonna make a difference. I think I'm gonna get a big cardboard Barney with a cowboy hat. I'm gonna send it to him. <laughs> yeah, well, he's right here by the da Dallas Cowboy Stadium. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, man, great talk. Well, yeah, man, thanks for uh, thanks for taking a little time out and hang out with me and record and. Uh, Hey guys, y'all look for Gus Hernandez on Facebook and all the Facebook groups. I know he's out there. Yep, I'm out uh, there. He's got, a, some he's got a badass Raptor. It's orange. Yep. Really? <laughs> we started doing those reels, so check them out. Watch them. If you got any questions, just reach out, you know? Yeah, guys. And hey, I appreciate y'all taking the time to, uh, to listen to us ramble. And uh, y'all keep on fencing, okay? You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.